Shakyamuni Buddha's basic teaching is ongoing changing, nothing fit to be clung to. In being questioned about the highest teaching, the first Zen ancestor in China, the Indian monk Bodhidharma, responded to the Chinese Emperor Wu by saying, vast emptiness, no holiness, as the Buddha's basic teaching, the highest teaching. Vast emptiness, no holiness. When the emperor asked next, well then who are you? He said, not knowing. This not knowing is a basic practice stance and approach in the Zen and Buddhist tradition. Many other Zen masters throughout history have continued the dialogue across centuries regarding this stance as practice. One Master Ditsang, when asked, responded, not knowing is most intimate, or the greatest intimacy is being not knowing. That's the intimacy of our life. Of course, it being a Zen tradition, another Zen master said, the way, the way of reality is neither knowing nor not knowing. Similarly, Master Dogen responded to the not knowing most intimate by saying, well, is knowing also most intimate? I've mentioned before, Master Dogen describes the pra- practice of meditation, of Buddha's teaching as forgetting self, and in forgetting self, being awakened by all the circumstances of life by the whole universe that we are. That's what this sitting practice, call it meditation, is. And it's dropping away our own body-mind and body-mind of others in this ongoing awakening and letting go of awakening. Last week, a friend of mine, American Zen master Bernie Glassman, died. He's the founder of a order known as the Zen Peacemaker Order. And Bernie articulated 
these fundamental teachings in what he called the three tenets, three teachings of Zen peacemaker practice. Not knowing, bearing witness, and loving action. To clarify these, this not knowing is in a sense giving up all sorts of fixed thoughts, ideas, beliefs, attitudes, all sorts of ways that we have something fixed about so-called ourself, so-called other beings, or about the whole universe. So this giving up, letting go of any fixed attitudes, positions, thoughts. And the second tenet is bearing witness, bearing witness to both the joy and sorrows of being alive, of life, of the universe that we live in. Some of you might remember when we talked about Thich Nhat Hanh's poem, Call Me By My True Name. Towards the end he has a verse about bearing witness to the joys and sorrows as calling the universe, this life, by the true name. The third tenet is loving action, loving action toward ourself, loving action toward others. In a sense, even though these seem like one, two, three, they're actually more like a triangle where each is related and supports the other. Each leads to another. In a sense, you could say this is ongoing meditation, ongoing practice, whether being still and sitting upright or in our daily action and daily life functioning. Bearing witness, in a sense, is experiencing the present moment as is in all the forms that it manifests for us. That's bearing witness to the joys and sorrows, not sticking to those we like versus those we don't like, which is, in a sense, where bearing witness leads to and makes possible this non-thinking, this not holding fixed ideas, or let's say it the other way, at least noticing fixed ideas and where they blind us and hinder us. And this is especially so in so-called formal sitting, because thoughts, feelings arise, and yet an important part of practice is noticing those and being able to open, release our holding to them so that we can be right here, this moment, however this moment of our life manifests. That's the bearing witness, the experiencing this moment in all the forms, likes, dislikes, joyful, sorrow, painful, happy, 
And all of this is what makes possible what in the Buddhist tradition we talk about as bodhisattvic action. Compassion. Compassion towards ourself, towards others, in our functioning, in all sorts of functioning, which is why in the Buddhist tradition we talk of the two sides of practice being wisdom and compassion, um, and or we say prajna and karuna if you want to have more technical terms, and in the sense that they are really two sides of the same thing, two sides of our functioning life as it is, when we're not holding to fixed ideas of ourself or fixed ideas of the universe, fixed ideas of whom we're responding to or what we should or shouldn't respond to in loving action. So, in a way, our sitting is just a base in which makes possible all the rest of our life functioning. So, whether we start with loving action and that reveals where we're holding to fixed ideas so that we can let go in being non-thinking. Let go in so that we can be the experiencing of bearing witness to the life that we are. doesn't matter where you start from. And that's why this life is constantly unfolding and giving us the opportunity to manifest who and what we are. Thank you.